0: bond behind the iron curtain written and read by james fleming introduction as is well known the book collector was launched by ian fleming who besides being the creator of james bond assembled an outstanding collection of books that had started something when fleming died in 1964 the journal was taken on by nicholas parker who owned and edited it for the next 50 years. In 2016, ownership reverted to the Fleming family. Since then, perhaps because of the family connection and perhaps because of the continued interest in the Bond phenomenon, a number of people have sent in details of odd corners of Bondiana that have hitherto escaped attention. In the pages that follow, I have done my best to rescue them from obscurity. They are of interest from several angles. Since very little, if any, of the material has been printed before in English, it is necessary to show everything with a sufficient commentary. As a result, this is an untidy book. I wish it were not so. All readers appreciate an orderly progression in a piece of writing. The Isvestia episode with which we start demonstrates both the appeal that these unknown fragments possess and the complications that arise in trying to interpret them. The story here is at Izvestia. The daily newspaper that conveyed the official Soviet line on contemporary issues printed a review of the film Dr. No that was published on the 29th of May 1962, five months before the film itself was released. Fleming got hold of it and persuaded Jonathan Cape, his publisher, to use it as the back panel of the dust jacket for his next book. However, in circumstances never explained, Cape changed its mind, but not before it had printed the jacket with the chopping artwork on the front and the Isvestia review on the back. This was how it was intended at that point, that on Her Majesty's secret service would be sold to the public. In fact, it ended up being used on only a handful of the title's proof copies. This short summary raises a number of questions. How had a Russian newspaper come to hear of Dr No being filmed in Jamaica when the filming there lasted for only a month? Filming took place very close to Fleming's house at Goldeneye. So had the review actually been written by Ian Fleming himself as a spoof? And if genuine, was it part of a concerted effort by the Soviets to mock British and American espionage at a critical point in the Cold War? Who translated it into English? Was it on account of political sensitivities that the Cape directors panicked, ditched the Izvestia article, and substituted a totally banal set of reviews of Fleming's previous books? These are questions that need to be explored before one even starts on the bibliographical issues. They touch upon political matters of the greatest significance, subjects such as the Cold War, which remain relevant today and which are analysed and discussed in shelf after shelf of books and journals. It has been necessary to say something of them in order that the context of the various aspects of the Russian campaign against Bond can be understood. Whether too much or too little has been said is for the reader to decide. The tidiest part of this book is the arrangement, which is by country. The USSR, Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia and Poland. More bits of Bondiana will surely exist elsewhere, especially in Samistat. However because Samizdat was dangerous to traffic in since his publication or distribution carried a seven-year prison sentence in the USSR, it's a literary form that has largely spent its life in the shadows. In due course, we illustrate a Samistat version of Dr. No, probably done in the early 1960s in the aftermath of the release of the film Dr. No. The Russian, at the foot of the title page, says translated from the English. At the top of page 3, under chapter 1, it reads, Hear you loud and clear, which is the title of chapter 1 in the English edition. And at the bottom, in a curious footnote to the words Richmond Road, which appear as such in both the Russian and English texts, it says, Rich Road, brackets, abbreviation of Richmond Road literally means a rich street. One of the problems with Samizdat, by definition, is its authentication. Another is our lack of knowledge of the circumstances surrounding any particular piece. Is the one quoted above footnoted throughout with glosses upon Fleming's text to show how a good communist should interpret it? Was it made, perhaps by a schoolmaster, not as an illustration of an exciting Western story, but as an example of the vileness of capitalism? First editions of the Bond opus have come a long way from 1966, the year that John Hayward's copy of Casino Royale, the first Bond book, fetched £60 at auction. When Joseph Connolly published Collecting Modern First Editions 11 years later, Casino Royale was £50, Live and Let Die was, and I quote, very difficult to sell at 15 to 20 pounds, Goldfinger up to 10 pounds, and so on down to The Man with the Golden Gun at 3 pounds. At that point, something happened. Was it a film that appeared? For only two years later, in 1979, a copy of Casino Royale, in dust jacket but otherwise unremarkable, that came up in Hodgson's sales rooms fetched £420, which the book collector called staggering. After that, there was no holding back. In November 2020, a copy of Casino Royale inscribed to Winston Churchill made £150,000 at Sotheby's. £50,000 at auction is a not uncommon price for copies of this title signed by Fleming to significant people. For comparison, one may look at Tolkien's The Hobbit, 1937, a near-mint copy of which fetched £35,000 at auction in 2018, and J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, 1997, of which a signed copy made $120,000 in 2020. Of the latter, however only 500 copies were printed and only 200 of these were released onto the general market. Otherwise, few novels spring to mind that can command the sort of price that Casino Royale does 70 years after first publication. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the book that Fleming wanted to be jacketed with the review from Isvestia, though well received, is not in the first flight of Bond novels nor will it ever be expensive at auction. 44,625 copies were printed of the first edition. The figure for Casino Real, by the way, was 4,728. However, the few proof copies of OHMSS that have survived that were jacketed with the Isvestia review will have a very material value. The correlation between the origin of the review and its political purpose from the Soviet angle, the reasons for its withdrawal by Cape, the celebrity of Ian Fleming, and the scarcity of these copies is of great interest. Each part of the equation is to some degree sensational. Bond Behind the Iron Curtain was published in 2021 by The Book Collector. The literary journal founded by Ian Fleming in 1952 Written and read by James Fleming Edited by Sarah Bennett Music composed by Paul Turney Recorded by Paul Turney at Siren Sound Digital